Hello and welcome. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. The horoscopes you're about to listen to were made for the full moon in Pisces on February 19th, 2019. The day of the full moon was also the day that the centaur planet Chiron moved into the sign Aries, where it will travel now for the next nine years. These horoscopes focus on the themes of Chiron and Aries as they play out for each sign and will address the moment now as beginning a new nine-year cycle. You can learn more about this astrology in my longer Embodied Astrology podcast, which is linked from the show notes, or you can go to embodiedastrology.com where you'll find a post for this episode with links to the podcast as well as short written horoscopes for all 12 signs and a guided meditation playlist with awareness practices to support your astrological integration and best benefit. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate for responding to current events in your life. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes, and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. If you enjoy your horoscopes, please click the like and heart buttons, leave me a comment, and of course, share them with your friends and family. If you really enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about how you can support this work to continue, head to embodiedastrology.com and click the donate button where you'll find information on subscriber benefits and a link to sign up by donation at any amount per month. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello Virgo, thank you so much for listening. This is your audio horoscope for the full moon in Virgo and the movement of the centaur planet Chiron into the sign Aries. So as I said in the introduction, this is an important movement. It is the beginning of a nine-year cycle and not all the horoscopes do I focus on a planetary ingress, a planet moving into a new sign, but I think Chiron is really important, especially for Virgo. Um, Chiron is one of the astrological figures most associated with Virgo in that Virgo is a sign very closely associated with healing and medicine and knowledge. Chiron is a figure that was a healer and a medic and a philosopher. And in the way that Virgo relates to plant medicine, to earth medicine, to the body, and to service. And when I say service, I don't mean necessarily like community service. I actually mean service to God. And when I say God, I don't mean some old white guy with a white beard in the sky. I mean the is, the, the planet, the dark matter, the intelligence that is existent in everything. And the intelligence that is existent in everything is what Virgo channels. It's what Virgo makes space for. So when you read about Virgos being um, associated, you know, associated with service or with cleanliness or like they're neurotic or they are really good organizers or something like that. Virgo is, is a sign that has to find ways to make containers and make sense of this ineffable, magical stuff that is everywhere. And Virgo can get really stressed out and neurotic if it's not recognized that it's a sacred duty. 
You know, if, if somehow there's a disconnect with what I'll call spirituality or sacredness, then things can get really neurotic because there's a distortion or there's a misplacement of like what you're actually trying to organize. And with Chiron moving into Aries, it's moving into the part of your chart that has to do with intimacy. And this is a part of your chart that is also, um, has been really transformed in the last seven years by the presence of Uranus. So you've probably heard me talk about this if you've been listening to the horoscopes for some time. So Uranus is moving out, Chiron is moving in. You've probably gone through some kind of upheaval and realization and understanding about intimacy and how you are in your intimacy patterns. And this might mean you're really aware of insecurities that you weren't aware of before, or you recognize that you have desires that you couldn't recognize before, or you feel the place where, um, you know, things are really hard to talk about and you have some trauma and you have some baggage and you know that it's there, like something has been awakened. And now this force is coming in that is going to continue to awaken, but it's also going to give you tools to deal with it. And you're going to become more adept and skillful in how you navigate places of intimacy and how you navigate spaces of vulnerability. And really, this is now the spiritual path. This is the sacred path. So when I was saying before about how Virgo can get neurotic if it gets... um, distracted or separated from its spiritual calling, I would like to invite the idea that any relationship is potentially a place of spiritual awakening. And that obviously means any long-term relationship, any really important and profound relationship with people who, you know, make some big kind of impact on you. But it could also mean, um, you know, the relationship with like your tax preparator or, or, you know, with the person that like has hired you to walk their dogs or something like that. It doesn't need to be a big heavy duty relationship to be an opportunity for a spiritual path, for a spiritual understanding. And what this looks like is presence. It looks like you doing some kind of practice that allows you to get pretty quiet in your own mind. And when you're in contact with other people, that you really see their spiritual nature. And you kind of get through your judgments. You get through your judgments about them. You get through your judgments about you. And you connect with whatever it is that you feel like their essence might be. And if we kind of imagine into this magical space that we live in called planet Earth, where we know, like science has proved, that some like 90% of all matter is just empty space, that it's a mystery. And we know that the ecology of the planet is incredibly intelligent. Systems are always working with each other. 
And DNA has this amazing capacity to adapt and evolve and bring intelligence from one life form to another. If you're dealing with another person, you're dealing with, first of all, a collection of cells that knew how to grow a person. And that's kind of amazing. Like that person grew their own body, like their own body just, it it happened. It knew how to grow from an embryo into a fetus, into a baby, into a teenager, into like whoever it is that you're dealing with, their body just has so much intelligence. And if you're dealing with a person, then you're also dealing with a, a, a lineage of ancestral memory and like whoever their people are and whatever their people have gone through, like that lives in them. And if you're dealing with a person, then you're also dealing with their hopes and their dreams and their desires and their loves and their longing and their complexity. And you're dealing with their breath and you're dealing with their inspiration. And so anyone that you're dealing with then is God, basically. (laughs) And in order for you to understand that and to actually know it in yourself, you also then need to know that about yourself. You need to know that all the ways that you judge yourself and that you pick yourself apart and the things that you're not doing well enough and da-da-da-da-da, that that's just language, that that's just your mind tripping out. And you also live in a body that's formed itself. And you also are a container of ancestral memory and DNA intelligence. And you also are this complex layered being that has so many feelings and has so much to give. And so when you're in an interaction with someone, that's the place that you want to be interacting from. And that in turn has profound effect. It has obviously an effect on your relationships in general. It has a a huge potential effect with your family and with how you can relate with your family and how you can um, feel yourself as a person who's participating in the family story in whatever way that you're participating. It has a huge effect uh, with sex and with any places where you're literally like quite intimate, if you're sharing your body, if you're sharing money with people, if you're, um, you know, trying to have hard conversations, if you can really connect with the sacred, with the spiritual essence of yourself and with anyone else, and this is a practice, it has potentially profound effect with the people who you are trying to figure things out with, or you're trying to get closer with them, or you're trying to have good boundaries with them. And It also potentially has a huge effect on how you get paid and what you're compensated with, like what what rewards you for your energies and for your effort. I don't quite know how this works, but it works through the chart. It works through your astrology, and then you're going to figure out how it works and what it looks like. But I know that when we are exuding resonating uh, vibrations of insecurity. Other people around us pick up on that insecurity and not all of them, but many of them will respond to it in a way that supports the insecurity. And you've probably had that experience. You know, it's like if, if you're feeling kind of bummed out and uh, you know, you're interacting with someone else and if they, if they sense that in you, then like maybe they're going to poke at that or maybe they're going to try and make it better, but it's like going to kind of be coming from like someplace that could make you feel more bummed out. 
And if you're feeling really happy and, and joyful, then that is also something that you're exuding and that people like respond to. And then they smile back at you and stuff like that. And this, you know, isn't magic at all. It's just vibes and it's how we interact with each other all the time. So when you start to really come into this space of like, okay, I am a spiritual entity. I'm a sacred entity. And I'm going to now practice seeing that in everyone, or maybe it goes the other direction and you go, I'm going to practice seeing this in everyone. And the more that you do that, the more you feel it in yourself, that then gets shown to you and it gets given to you and you will be resourced in that there's something that can get healed for you in the space of exchange. And especially for those of you who are trying to make your way in the world, um, opening up to some kind of, of trust in the invisible, in the sacred space, in the like, okay, I'm just going to relate to you as a sacred being opens up a lot of doors for people to give to you, for the world to give to you. And this may or may not happen in the way that you think you want it to happen, but I think you also might be surprised at how much generosity there is. Okay. That's what I have for you for now. If you want more information about your personal astrology, listen to the horoscopes for your personal placements. The sun, moon, and rising sign are all horoscopes you could listen to. For more information on this astrology, Chiron and Aries, Pisces season, the full moon in Virgo, check out the podcast. There's a lot of info there. You can head over to embodiedastrology.com and find audio horoscopes for all 12 signs, as well as short written horoscopes that correspond with the audio recordings. And you can find a playlist of guided meditations to support and assist you in integrating these messages. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.